Hello, my name is Angela Anderson, and I'm the host of Deep Dive with Region 5. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. In Deep Dive with Region 5, we will share more about Region 5 Development Commission and North Central Economic Development Association programs and the work that we're doing in Region 5, which covers Cass, Crow Wing, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties in central Minnesota. In today's episode, we have the honor of sitting down with two of our Region 5 Development Commission commissioners who both have ties to the military community, David Anderson and Matt Erickson. Cheryl Hills, our Executive Director, also joins us as we share information about two of our military-connected programs, Regional Beyond the Yellow Ribbon and Regional Military and Veterans Exchange. All right, so welcome to the Deep Dive with Region 5 podcast. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Good to be here. Do you guys want to give a little introduction about yourselves? Go ahead, Matt. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Uh, well, thanks to Region 5 for giving us this opportunity. Again, my name is Command Sergeant Major Matt Erickson, and I am the Garrison Command Sergeant Major at Camp Ripley. Uh, this being the middle of February, I've got about a half a month left in that position. Then I'll move on to my next uh, assignment. Um, but in that role, like you said, uh, one of my jobs is uh, I've been appointed to the Region 5 Development Commission as a, a special interest for Camp Ripley. So basically on behalf of all of the the soldiers and, and employees that, that utilize Camp Ripley. We've loved having you on the commission. I know. How long have you been serving on the commission? Uh, about three years okay. now. Great. Awesome. How about you, David? Um, I am the uh, Wadena County Veteran Service Officer. Um, I'm the only Veteran Service Officer of Wadena County. I'm one of 87 in the uh, state. I'm also the uh, Mayor of Sabika. Um, I was the Mayor of Sabika before I was a County Veteran Service Officer. Um, the Veteran Service Officer job is absolutely wonderful. You could not find a better job in the whole entire world. Mm -hmm. And then I am also um, on the Region 5 Development Commission, which... I want to say I think is probably the best regional development commission in the state of Minnesota. Not a bit biased. No, no. <laughs> we agree with you. About it. How long have you served on the commission, David? Now, um, I think I'm coming up my sixth year. Yeah, great. We appreciate both of your service. This is a privilege to be with these guys and to have the opportunity to talk about these programs. So, yes, Cheryl Hills, director of Region Five Development Commission and the North Central Economic Development Association. So. Let's roll. All right. So thank you all for being here today. In this episode, we're going to be sharing more details about the Regional Yellow Ribbon Program and also the Regional Military Veteran Exchange Program, which are two of the military programs that Region 5 Development Commission has in place currently. Uh, first of all, Cheryl, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I think it would be good for our listeners to sort of get a feel for, for you guys to share a little bit about how these programs came about. So maybe, David, talk a little bit about that. Um, regional Beyond the Yellow Ribbon program, and then Matt could chime in about how the Regional Military Veteran Exchange program started out. Okay. Um, the Beyond the Yellow Ribbon program started with local cities, counties, um, actually uh, employers and things like that. Um, this program is designed to support uh, active military and veterans um, through their daily life. Um, if things come up, say a service member gets deployed, the wife has car problems, she needs her driveway shoveled, things like that. They get a group of volunteers together and they help her out. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, 
regional yellow ribbon program. Actually, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Stacy Headley. Um, she uh, was one of the ones to put together with the regional county veteran service officers the original yellow ribbon program, which is the first in the state. Um, this is an absolutely wonderful program because it brings not only um, the service officers together, but now we're going to be having local representatives from each county on that commission. And um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be really great for veterans and, and military members. So it's just a quick question on that, David, before Matt, we chime in on the other program, but that, um, that allows you guys on a regional scale to talk about those challenges in serving families and soldiers and the, and their, and all of their families and, and looking at resources beyond just the geographic boundary of a county, right? That's, that's part of what I see is the beauty of that. Exactly. Yep. Yep. No, that's, uh, that's one of them things where the more people you can bring to a table, the easier it is to solve the problems. Great segue, Matt, for the Regional Military Veteran Exchange Program, right? Absolutely. So uh, the Regional Military and Veterans Exchange Program got started uh, with Tiffany Kovaleski and, and Stacy Headley here uh, talking about how can we better serve the overall communities with all of the existing organizations that – provide a variety of services, things like the veteran services officers, like, uh, like David is, and, uh, the, the veterans affairs, uh, within Minnesota wounded warrior project, um, Mac V a lot of, you know, small, midsize, large organizations trying to figure out how do we best serve our veteran population, and our military families, um, and the intent is to uh, understand all of each other's programs. Mm-hmm. So if if my organization can't help you, there's another organization that I know can help you, and I'll put you in contact directly with them. So phenomenal because it, it, I think most residents out there don't have a really good feel for how many you know, really great like Mac V. I didn't know who they were, what they were. So if I were to be in contact with a resident that might had a homelessness issue, I would of course point them to the County Veteran Service Officer, the CVSOs. But uh, it's just good to know that those, uh, there are agencies that specialize in serving these specific needs. It's really cool. Right. And I think that pointing them towards the Veteran Service Officer is always a good idea because they're kind of our central central mm-hmm. hub right mm-hmm. they're the all-knowing people mm-hmm. um but some of these organizations have very strict guidelines on what they can and can't do who they can help and and who they're not able to uh so within those constraints it's sometimes difficult for for us even serving uh, service members and veterans to to keep track of everything yeah and you know i like to say that the veteran service officer is actually the person in the trenches because we are the first ones they see. And the experience you get with a veteran service officer sets the whole tone for what you're going to um, see at the Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, the uh, Veterans Administration, and things like that. I think that's been uh, my aha in going to the Regional Military Veteran Exchange Program or meetings and understanding that there are a lot of services out there in that 
while it is government, right, and there is a lot of different opportunities, there's a level of trust that needs to be established with another person to talk about your issues and concerns and vulnerabilities. And that happens person to person, not agency to person. And so the CVSO becomes a pretty integral part to getting the services to our soldiers and our families that they need. But so tell me a little bit, guys, about why that these are these programs are important to region five as an organization, right? What both of you are commissioners. Um, so why is it important to us? And, and really why is it important to then the region that we think about this coordination in the way we have with these programs? Well, I'll take this to start with. Well, I think it, both of these programs mesh nicely with, uh, Region 5's core mission to improve the quality of life in our five-county area, because uh, that's what both of them are doing, right? Whether it's coordinating a service between uh, organizations or between yellow ribbon communities, uh, that's really what it's all about, improving the quality of life for an individual, a family, uh, which then obviously helps the whole community. Did he steal your answer, David? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, you know, Region 5, um, because they cover such a great distance, they cover a lot of military and veteran families. And the programs that Region 5 does helps out everyone, but especially helps out, you know, service members and military families. Because um, a lot of the, the military and, and veteran community, they're not rich by any stretch of the imagination. And if Region 5 can come in with a sewer loan or a well water loan or something to help out that way, um, it, it it just benefits the whole community, benefits the whole region. Those are uh, great responses, guys. I also, um, it just occurs to me that it's it's pretty obvious that one of the reasons that we, that we serve in this capacity is a twofold. One, because we have Camp Ripley in the region, and they are a huge economic driver. Mm-hmm. We are very, very fortunate to have Camp Ripley right here in our, in our back door, and, that's, and they've been amazing partners. And frankly, we've been uh, searching for ways. We're almost 50 years old as an organization and searching for ways to serve that population in a real meaningful way. And so I believe these two programs, as Matt said, really do help us not only achieve that mission, our mission, meet our mission, but take advantage, as you said, David, of the other programs that we're offering that really, um, that, that play well with, with the needs of the, of this particular population. And so I think I like to say, Angela, uh, I know you have another question you want to ask here, but our, our role really is to uh, find the niches and serve those gaps that, and we don't know what those gaps are until one, we're in contact with those that are serving the soldiers and the veterans directly, like the CVSOs, or all those other organizations like we meet at the Regional Military Veteran Exchange. So we want to make sure we're not duplicating efforts of other folks, too, and that we're really doing things that add value. And we won't know that until we ask a whole lot of questions. And I think these sometimes people think that we're, we meet to meet, but we're truly meeting to find purpose and make sure that they're we're using our resources wisely. So, well, and you know, one thing I'd like to add to that, Cheryl is, you know, when I first got on the commission, I looked at the commission as a mayor. Okay. The longer I've been on the commission and the more I've worked with the commission and worked with Matt and Stacy and, and that on the veterans programs, I'm now seeing that the commission is not only as a mayor, but as a CVSO, you've, the commission has welcomed um, the CVSO community and veterans in 
open arms. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how they've done it. Thank you both. So I'm a little curious to know more about some of the partners and the fundings. Um, David, could you share a little more with us about who funds the regional Beyond the Yellow Ribbon program and who are the partners for that? Beyond the Yellow Ribbon program regionally um, is, we've it's so new that we've just got a source well grant. The source well grant has been a, a big help in getting the regional Beyond the Yellow Ribbon coordinators. Also, um, the Beyond the Yellow Ribbon is basically a grassroots organization. Um, some yellow ribbons will uh, raise money for things like that, but other ones, it's basically just neighbor helping neighbor, veteran helping veteran, you know, friend helping friend organization. Um, it it really is kind of a a great thing where you can sit down and talk with different representatives from the community. And if you find somebody that needs some help, you can direct them in a certain direction. Got it. Thank you. Matt, how about for the Regional Military Veteran Exchange? Do you feel comfortable answering that? Well, not really. I don't really <laughs> know who funds the program. From what I understand, it's there is no funding. It's just all of these partners getting together, recognizing that uh, they see the value in building the relationships amongst each of them, um, recognizing that programs – uh, you know, government, military programs especially are ever-changing, and so are the needs of our soldiers. And you don't understand the impact that has unless you're building those relationships with everybody else and, and seeing what uh, difficulties they have in in serving the people that they're intending to. That makes sense. So, so the organizations are, like I think Cheryl had mentioned earlier, just um, – in our conversation, just talking about these programs that the uh, organizations themselves are kind of funding the time of the staff to go and and do the collaborating and the meetings and making sure that those connections are being made. Can you share a little more, maybe just for for our benefit of who the partners are at the Regional Military Veteran Exchange? I'll try. I'll okay. have to go by memory okay. on this. Um, <laughs> the, the the county veteran services officers, uh, the the what. Mac CVSO is that uh, uh, Mac V Mac V? Well, I I, I was talking about yeah, the military. Association of County oh, no. Veteran Service yeah, they, Officers. Yeah, Association um, of County Veteran Service Officers. Uh, yeah. Mac V, uh, their program that primarily deals with uh, veteran homelessness, but also evolves into other things like legal issues, uh, or uh, things like that. Um, Department of Economic uh, Employment and Development mm-hmm. uh, is a partner. Um, the Veterans Administration in Minnesota is a partner. Uh, various nonprofits like the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, and then also you have uh, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs um, is a big player on this. And you and usually uh, we have some private sector organizations that have started to come to the Regional Military Veteran Exchange. Those that are really working hard to recruit and retain. Um, soldiers and veterans or family members as employer ease to these uh, private sector firms. And so you'll have folks like uh, Craigins that'll show up that's done an amazing program and uh, to retain these folks and to recruit them for, into the workforce. So Right. And I shouldn't uh, forget the 
building healthy military communities. Oh, They're yeah. kind of one of the drivers behind it uh, and driving us towards our long-term goals. And Tiffany's doing a great job with that. Amazing. Um, yeah. You know, Project Got Your Back. That's another Project one. Project Got Your Back. Right. Yep. That's a really great program um, that's got some amazing tools. And I don't know who funds the, the website, MinMe. MinMe, I knew was the thing too. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Which uh, Tiffany can explain a little bit more about sure. that. I think. Yep. You know, that what's interesting is that these all of these programs that we're talking about today are relatively new, under a year or, or just over a year. So typically we ask, can you share some success stories about some things that you're seeing in the region? I think I'd like to shift that question a little bit for you guys and ask you, I mean, you certainly can share any successes you've witnessed thus far, but given that they're new programs, I'd rather you focus a little bit of time for our listeners and just share a little bit about what your hopes are for the program. Like, where do you hope this goes? What are your dreams to really um, mature? What does this look like in five years from now? I'm getting the nod from Dave, so that must mean it's my turn again. Um well, I, I think as far as the Regional Military Veterans Exchange, I, I think where I kind of envision this going is all of these organizations will be uh, able to better understand the other all the programs out there. And in doing so, they can tweak their own programs. You know, right now, I think there's a lot of overlap mm-hmm. where different organizations can provide the same services. And I think they may learn that, okay, maybe if I tweak this program a little bit, I can focus more in in these three lanes instead of trying to cover six mm-hmm. or seven lanes. So I think, you, you know, the more you specialize, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's also being able to refer people to the right places. That's that's the big uh, mm-hmm. goal. Get, get our veteran community and our military families, communities, problems solved as soon as we can. Mm-hmm with the fewest, the fewest amount of phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's exactly right, Matt. The, the thing about um, a regional yellow ribbon, what I foresee in the next five years, is bringing all of the, the providers to the table. Um, you know, whether it would be the uh, United States Department of Veterans Affairs, Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, um, the local CBSOs, um, local county commissioners, um, the more people at the table are able to solve more problems. Um, someone may know someone in this town that needs something, and they may be able to, to bring them to a different place to be able to get that problem solved. So the more people at, at the table, the better the region operates. It, it isn't this, you know, well, in my city or in my county, it should be in my region. And hopefully at some point, you know, we can put this into a statewide beyond the yellow ribbon thing and, and it'll become our state. And then hopefully at some point, our country, our country. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. You know, I was reflecting on um, one of the one of the partners that comes to the Regional Military Veteran Exchange uh, is a woman by the name of Mary Jetlin, and she's starting this program called Hero Neighborhoods. And in my uh, worldview and looking at my hopes and dreams for these both of these programs uh, for the future, I want Mary and everyone else to s- uh, ask themselves, what is my role, and how does it add value to all those other groups? And that was some of what Matt was talking about, too, is that what is what is the role 
of a private sector person. And, and if we all do that, like, what is my role? Can I help that spouse while their partner is deployed with whatever their needs are, car repair or whatever it is? And can I, is my role more of an agency role to you know look at um, a niche that needs to be filled? And so I'm really hoping that this coordination means that we're closing those gaps and I, um, and I know this sounds Pollyanna, but it, it would really be sweet in five years from now if we are seen as the region where um, our soldiers and our veterans want to live, right? Not, not that they have to live here because this is where their family roots are or because where they have some, a little bit of support, but like this is their, this is their desired place to live. That's, that's the end game because that really helps also um, with, I know, camps' uh, desire to recruit soldiers, right, to get them into. And I think if they know that they're going to be taken care of and they can see that they're going to be, that they're valued and their work is valued as soldiers when they do serve, that they're going to want to, you know, think about that as a career option as a, as a person considering the military versus, at any age versus um, um, versus sometimes what we see across the nation. So that's my goal is that the region says we're welcoming to uh, to our soldiers and our fa- their families and to veterans. And so I think that's that's my long-term goal. But man, is that a, that's a very Pollyanna kind of approach, guys. But well, we'll get there. <laughs> I, I don't see the need for military going away. So, right, that, that's so I true. think that, you know, the Minnesota National Guard is certainly going to continue on. And, but like you said, w- if we can show support for those uh, military members and family members and retirees, you know, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can just touch base on the uh, regional yellow ribbon program, where I see the successes or the potential there is, again, it goes back to the the private sector mm-hmm. partners that Cheryl mentioned um, that might be part of a yellow ribbon uh, community, but be underutilized. You know, they might have a behavioral health counselor or a mental health counselor or somebody that's not utilized, still wants to help, you know, doesn't get any phone calls for two years and wonders if, if they lost the phone number or what. But, you know, through the regional program, we might be able to push, see if they're still willing to, to provide that service outside of their community. Mm-hmm. I want to thank both these guys for thinking outside the box and being really uh, great dreamers and thinking about what could we do if we did it differently because both of these are programs or examples of people being willing to be creative. So that's pretty cool. Super cool. This question that I have next is a little bit multifaceted. So we want to make sure our listeners out there have resources that they need to participate in things that they're hearing about. Um, And so is there, and I know we're talking about a lot of different things. So for the regional yellow ribbon program, who, who would you say would be the best person for them to reach out to for that? At this point, I think um, get in touch with the uh, regional county veteran service officer or get in touch with any county veteran service officer. Um, it's, uh, I'm an old Navy man, and I was a master chief petty officer in the Navy, and we had what we called the chief's mess. Well, the chief's mess is the mid-level um, management and when you have mid-level management, mid-level management talks between themselves. The Minnesota Association of County Veteran Service Officers is like a chief's mess. We talk to each other. If one person has a problem, we get on the phone to somebody else, and that person usually has a, a 
is able to solve it or is able to send you to somebody else. So yeah, for the um, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, talk to your local Yellow Ribbon communities. If there's nobody there, call your CVSO. Um, get in touch with that. And, you know, if you're around the camp area, um, get in touch with the camp because I know the camp will send out to service officers. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Matt, what would you say for the people listening on contacting about the Regional Military and Veterans Exchange Program? Well, um, I'm going to answer this in two different ways, right? If you're an organization mm-hmm. that's interested in becoming a part of this, I would start by contacting Tiffany Kovaleski, uh, and she'll invite you to the our quarterly meetings, which Camp Ripley is happy to host. Um, if, if it's on the... Uh, the family side, the veteran side, the retiree, I would point them back to the veteran service officers as their initial point of contact. Now, obviously, there's some limitations there because they, they deal with veterans. But uh, it's either a the veteran service officers or the family assistance centers. Wonderful. Thank you. I think oh. – and I'll give you one second. I think hearing all of this too helps knowing that everyone is talking to each other. And so you said if, you know, if you're not the person that you would find out who could help. So I think that's really important too. Yeah. Just remember that we are county veteran service officers, but also if an active member walks into my office, I talk with them. If um, a guard guy comes in, I talk with them. You know, we'll get them the help they need. That's all they need to know is just get out there Talk to somebody and get the help you need. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you guys want to share about the programs or no? Good. Okay. So thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for your time. We appreciate everything that you shared with us. Thanks, Angela. Yeah. Thanks for inviting us. And uh, thanks to uh, Stacy for heading up the the veterans programs here at region five. And I'd like to thank you all Um, without this program. Um, help wouldn't be possible. It's been really important to have a team member who is passionate about these populations of people. And so that with all of the needs across the region, uh, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to have Stacy at really have the passion. And that's, that's definitely something that I appreciate that the commission values that they look at the strengths and the relationships that each team member has and they flourish that and they encourage that and they nurture that. And so that's a, that's really important that we share and we thank the commission for allowing uh, that type of professional development, nurturement in ways that do help us meet our mission. Thank you, Cheryl. That's very true. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at region5.org, where you can learn more about our programs, sign up for our newsletter, and follow us on social media.